The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or programs on this station. Due to the ongoing pandemic and to follow social distancing guidelines, this episode of Civil Politics was pre-recorded over Skype. Hello, and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow, hosting tonight. I'm joined by Sue Timberlake and Jonna Roberts. Hey. Hey there. And uh, we're here to, well, talk about uh, the politics and the civility and stuff. Uh, We do enjoy hearing from our listeners, and uh, please do reach out to us. Uh, you can email us at uh, civilpoliticsradio at valleyfreeradio.org. Uh, we are civilpoliticsfm on Twitter. And uh, we are uh, facebook.com slash civilpoliticsradio is our community there. We do also have our own website, which is quite simply civilpoliticsradio.com. that has supplemental episodes and recordings of previous episodes and other good stuff like that. So... Um, uh, before we, or I don't know, uh, as we open the show, I want to take a moment to uh, mark the passing of two uh, important figures, um, at least to me. Uh, one of them is the is the globally famous and 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 widely beloved uh, Chadwick Boseman, an actor who, uh, uh, in a career that uh, was all too short, uh, played a number of iconic roles from. Jackie Robinson and Thurgood Marshall to King T'Challa and the the Black Panther in a number of Marvel movies. Um, uh, there's a there's a reason why that movie. Well, there are many reasons why that movie was an absolute global phenomenon that has become a huge cultural touchstone for uh, billions of people around the world. Uh, but one of the most important ones was just his incredible presence and uh, uh, the 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 heart he put into that role. And on a non-famous uh, uh, note, uh, I note the passing of my mother, Catherine Sterling Dow, the age of 83. Um, <sighs> it's been a long time coming. Um, and yeah, it's, it sucks. But on the other hand, uh, it really feels like the other shoe was dropped. So um, so yeah, so here I am doing civil politics, getting back in in the saddle right away. So, and <clears throat> Mike, I just have to say we're so yeah. sorry. Yeah, I just I know it was you know you knew it was coming at some point, but it's always still yeah. a terrible shock when it happens, and we're so yeah. sorry for you. Thank you. Yeah, mom. Well, mom listened to the show regularly, and obviously she'd met genre and 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 knew him and and and, and liked yeah. him. But uh, so she was, I'm sorry she never got a chance to actually meet you in person, Sue, but she, she spoke well of you. She's like, oh, that's Sue person, you know, she made a good point. You know, you know so. <laughs> the Republican, huh? Yeah, exactly. Wait, wasn't your mom a Brit? Was she a Brit? No, no. Mom, mom happened to be born in the UK because uh, uh, granddaddy was working there in the 1930s for an, as a, you know, for an American chemical company. But, uh, 
yeah, you know, she was an American citizen and, uh, you know, born and raised, uh, but just happened to be uh, living in England until the age of 18 months. So, you know. Oh, so the accent was gone by the time she got to 83? <laughs> yeah, you might say. <laughs> yeah, you might say. So, um, yeah. So, so yeah. But mom, mom actually, mom's parents were Republicans and she grew up in a, in a Republican house. And while she, she told me she never quite understood why her parents really didn't like uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt so much. Um, you know, she was, she was someone who voted for, uh, you know, she voted for Nixon in 1968. Uh she voted for George Herbert Walker Bush in 1988, even though I was like, Mom, he's terrible. You've got to vote for Dukakis. <laughs> Did she oh, yeah. vote for Eisenhower? I have to know. Do you oh, know? God, yes. Of course. <laughs> Absolutely. I Mom, liked Ike. So <laughs> uh, Mom did, too. Yeah, she was a big fan of yeah. Dwight Eisenhower. Um, and, and, you know, for good reasons. So. And actually, speaking of voting, so... Um, you know, mom uh, uh, actually uh, uh, died just yesterday, so after election day, so her vote counted. And so one of the last things she did was, you know, she I filled out an absentee ballot uh, uh, under her direction, and, you know, she voted for uh, Ed Markey over Joe Kennedy. So maybe the first thing we should just start with here on civil politics is uh, some politics here in Massachusetts. <laughs> One of the last things my mom did, and uh, you know, uh, the, uh, as she was coming home for her hospice care, she was she was like, "What happened with the election?" So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I said, "Marky won." She's like, "Good." <laughs> so, so, so of course, Ed Markey hasn't actually been reelected. He still has to beat whoever the Republicans have put up against him. But O'Malley. given that, yeah, given that it's Massachusetts, I think it's safe to say that Ed Markey is headed for re-election to another term in the Senate. Yeah, he's he's up against, I, and I will double check this, but I believe he is up against the, the person that ran against um, Warren in, hmm. uh, in 2018. So uh, he's, 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 no. <laughs> he was, he was not good. Um, and by the way, uh, the, um, the guy that, that ran against, both of them as on an on a independent as an independent um last year uh and i can i just can't pronounce his name unfortunately uh but i will post about him but the guy that says he invented email oh that fellow yes i don't remember um, his name but his uh his slogan during the uh 2018 election was it takes a a, a real indian to to beat a fake indian because he's uh, uh, he's from he's yeah. South Asian, so yeah, yeah, he's from he yeah, so just a winner. But the um, but the Republican uh, like the standard Republican guy beat him like sixty forty. So <laughs> uh, O'Malley, um, O'Malley, yeah, Tristan uh, O'Malley and not O'Connell. I will double check. I I don't think it's O'Connell because I definitely would have remembered yeah. that. Um, yeah. So yeah, the other the other guy was a PhD from MIT. So mm-hmm. yeah. oh yeah, yeah he's. I, I remember his people were protesting when we uh, went to check out that town hall of uh, Elizabeth Warren's in 2018 uh, in Holyoke, where she announced. It is O'Connor. Yeah, you and me. 
is O'Connor. It is O'Connor. I I apologize. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Mike and I went to see uh, Elizabeth Warren in person and they they were pretty intense. They were kind of blocking the doorway. Yeah. Yeah. um, Well, they were they were hassling women as they were coming in. They, they, they gave, they let me walk right through without saying a word, but a uh, uh, friend of the show, Ann Tallheimer was there too. And they, they gave her an earful and, and blocked her way. I remember. So, Oh, good. Yeah. So I was like, well, all right. I, I wonder what the difference here is. So, well, you know, years ago, of course I have to do tit for tat here. Um, not this Joe Kennedy, but his, uh, I think it's his cousin, Joe Kennedy, because there's a couple of them. Yeah. Um, he he was downtown Boston trying to run for office. <laughs> yeah. And he had an aide pressing the walk light before you went around the corner so that you people would stop and get stuck and have to talk to Joe Kennedy. And oh. people were so mad. Yeah, they were furious. But it was, you know, his aide was doing it. But the effect was that you had to stop in front of Joe Kennedy. And so he could he twist your arm. You know, it's right in the middle of commuter traffic in the morning. It was like, you know, that is really very Jeez. selfish. Oops. Yeah. I so. think I was getting a lot of text messages from from uh, Marky and McGovern lately. Yeah. <laughs> I was really? like, leave me oh, alone. <laughs> <laughs> and I, have, uh, not living in Northampton, living in East Hampton, I got quite a few from Alex Morse. Who, uh, oh yeah, right, you're in District you One, right? He was roundly yeah. defeated by uh, Richie Neal. Yes. Yeah. So he got. I mean, he got beat, but not as bad as you'd think. No. Um, I, I, well, I and especially wonder. with that rumor that went around, and then that group that raised the rumor apologized to him on the front page of the Gazette the day before the election, but mm. it was too late. Yeah, it was too late. I, I really wonder what kind of an effect that had on. On the race there was other things that were issues sure. with with that anyway so i'm i'm hoping that they have a better candidate in 2022 um oh so you're not pro richie neal you're just yeah i'm just i just okay. i just don't i like i learned more about his response to the allegations like what he said and also uh some kinky stuff with the polio police that that he didn't really say anything about and <laughs> oh, Alex Morris. Yeah. yeah. Like while yeah. he was mayor. When, so, mayor. you know, um, yeah. yeah. And the, the, well, you know, when he, go he ahead, sorry. when he got, when he got elected, when Alex Morris got elected, that school was already in receivership. They had already moved to, to put it under state control. So you can't really blame him for that. In That's fact, cool. it's probably one of the reasons the public school in, in Holyoke, Oh, was put yeah. under receivership and taken over by the state. But that that was underway. In fact, it's probably one of the reasons he got elected because people were like so done with the local politicians not dealing with it. So, mm. I mean, I think, you know, as in politics, it's always, it's it's hard to sort out the facts from the fiction, but you really shouldn't vote twice, I think is the bottom line. Yes. <laughs> I would agree. Uh, yeah. The, to, to me, just to just finish up on that race, the, 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 the key uh, reason to vote against Ed, Ed, uh, not Ed Mackey, <laughs> Richie Neal, was simply that uh, I was very dubious that he's going to support the kind of uh, continued healthcare reform. You know, moving to to a single payer system like Medicare for all that we really desperately need, especially in the era of the coronavirus. Um, but yeah, you know, oh, I, I highly doubt that he would do that. But highly he, he, doubt that. 
he's taken a lot of money from pharma, Richie yeah, Neal. Exactly. Lots and lots. But lots and um, lots. Uh, also uh, from the energy industry. Which, you know, makes him a contrast with Ed Markey. But we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens because, uh, you know, uh, he, he might be amenable to being pressured. And, uh, yeah, but we'll see, you know. Yeah. But yes, voting twice is uh, apparently also a thing we have to be. <laughs> uh, <sighs> I thought that was only Chicago where the dead voted, but I, you know, our president is now promoting it. <laughs> well, not dead vote, not not votes by the deceased, but uh, living people just just voting twice, voting voting through the mail, and then showing up in person. And I, you know, it's just. Genre, you you said uh, that officials in North Carolina, which which is the state Trump was talking about, were um, issued a statement saying you know that you may not do this. This is a felony. Is that is that right? Yeah. Uh, the the yeah. Um. They they released a uh, a statement saying no. This is this is a this is a class this is a class one felony. Um. So please don't. And. Yeah. <laughs> You might get shot, like what's his name, uh, uh, Mr. Blake. Oh, it took. Is it okay? He was doing something as dangerous as voting. <laughs> voting. Yeah. Um, oh my God! I know we'll get to that later. I just couldn't take it. It's horrifying that the president said that people should try and vote twice just to prove that it's not going to go well, and it's like, oh my God. Oh my God. I mean, it, it, here's here's the thing about that. Okay. Um. I can kind of see why he's trying to to do some kind of experiment, you know, <laughs> like test the system or something. Yeah. He's yeah. saying to do that during the general what is what help would that be? <laughs> he could have said it during the primary, like, but no. Yeah. I mean that I I um someone I talked to was saying that uh it, it's it is actually like a benefit either way because if like a bunch of people try it and they actually are able to vote and it's not caught then he can say the election is the whole election is a fraud look what happened but if they don't get caught then like you know yeah if they don't get caught then they can say that it was a fraud it's like there's there are multiple ways to spin this right yeah well, and and uh, as as Sue has remarked many times, Trump's brand is chaos. You know, like yeah. he he, uh, you know, he doesn't have a have a plan, and he doesn't have a, a you know he doesn't have he doesn't think strategically, and he doesn't have uh, any real values or or things he's committed to. Uh, he just wants uh, to sow chaos and confusion because he thinks he'll be able to somehow you know, bob to the surface uh, and benefit from it. But, you know, if he doesn't, he doesn't. He, like, he, he's not someone who worries too much about consequences. Especially- I do disagree uh, with you. That is his strategy, is to create chaos. Well, all right. And then grab what he wants. But that's my opinion. We, we differ oh, on that. I no, think no, no, he's no. very I, strategic I, in some I way. agree. That, 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 that is his strategy, but it's not much of a strategy. It's, it's like he- <laughs> It, you know, in football terms, he's constantly throwing Hail Marys, you know, because that's, yeah, but like, while, I'll just while toss the ball down there and see what happens, you know? Yeah, and, but, but while he throws the Hail Mary, 
what yeah. Kirk does is he 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 punches an opponent in the throat when the refs aren't looking. Yeah. So he, you oh, know, yeah. he appoints judges. That is not chaos. He go, he quickly gets the Senate to appoint judges. Well, he creates all sorts of chaos. It's, you know, there is a little more. Um, well, that's uh, it, that's it's effective. That's Mitch McConnell yeah. uh, uh, doing a, a much better job of uh, strategically exploiting the chaos Trump's creating than I think Trump himself. But you're, you're right. I, it's not that Trump doesn't have sort of a, 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 a default uh, plan or a modus operandi or however you want to put it, but he doesn't he have the money. Right. But he doesn't have women. A, right. He doesn't have like a, like a, okay, so we're going to do this. And then when they, then when people respond, we'll pivot to that. You know, he doesn't have any kind of detailed plan worked out. It's, it's, it's not, it's not carefully thought out. It's just sort of, you know, keep not, keep knocking things over and, and hope, uh, and hope we come out on top. So. I think he got a few points out of the Republican convention. I didn't think he was going to, but I think he may have. He didn't. Kind of scary. Yeah. I guess it's, well, he, they were saying at first they didn't, but they're starting to see some movement in some of the groups. It's like, uh oh. I guess it depends I, on on what you're looking at. Genre, have you? Yeah, I haven't checked any of those sites. As, as, as far as I can tell, um, like from from the reporting that I've seen, he got a minimal bump, uh, but by Biden got more of a bump off of his convention than uh, than Trump did. Uh, it was yeah, it was yeah. very like it was basically non-existent uh so he didn't get any any gains from the convention i bet he got solidified i bet he solidified the base but um he didn't add anybody basically and i don't think that they, they, they were looking to do that no so no uh one no, thing about the yeah one thing about the convention that i don't think i mentioned last week that uh, uh i saw on um last week tonight was uh, they, they focused on part of Pence's speech uh, that was, and they were saying that um, he was saying that the American people shouldn't uh, like, should, uh, should we're, we're, we should, we should work to get along with our African American neighbors, which implies that, Black people aren't Americans, right? <laughs> Ordinary Americans should work to get along with our African American neighbors. Something yeah, like that's yeah. really yeah. great yeah. phrasing. Like that, that kind of exemplifies like what I was saying last week about how Sue, you're an insurgent at the <laughs> Republican Party now. Like that kind of exemplifies like how yeah. the the party is has shifted because it's not like people said it was like a big tent party and people like, uh, and they're helpful to everybody and everything, but it's really, it's actually a big sheet party. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't say that. No, nor did I. So, so here's one, you guys, here's one you missed in the convention. Cause I, I watched not all of it, but pretty much all of it. I still have some of it. I have to go back and watch, but there was a speaker and she was born in Puerto Rico. And I forget oh, her name. Yeah. Oh, that she's was born in Puerto Rico. She's yeah. born in Puerto Rico. And you guys may have missed this, but she said, I immigrated. My family immigrated to that the was, United States. Yeah. That was Guilfoyle. <laughs> yeah. I, I was, just thought that was, that was Guilfoyle. 
funny. That was the that, funniest thing. That was thing. before was like, she was screaming so the best is yet to come. Yeah, that yeah. was yeah. that was that yeah, like that was the first right. night she that was just yeah. Oh <laughs> God! You know, like she, she doesn't even know that she's a U.S. citizen. Like, I, yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I understand why for for the the Boricua community, it may at times feel like I've left Puerto Rico and I have emigrated to the United States, even though <laughs> they're they're all U.S. citizens. But but yeah, it's um, it it. It was it, just a low. It was a low point. It was just like, oh God, am I going to watch this whole thing? <laughs> But there was a there was a moment during the the fifty states roll call where they were putting in President Trump for nomination, and uh, there was one point where uh, I don't remember which state it was, but the gentleman was like, you know, home of two of the finest segregation. I mean, abolitionists. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I heard uh, that. <laughs> that uh, I mean, such a such a Freudian slip. So yeah. I mean, there's so many. It's there are just so many. I have one more for you guys. He Please. was a fellow who was um, talking about his standing up for America and he was in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. And when he did the Pledge of Allegiance, <laughs> oh, after yeah, all that. the torment, yeah, well, you may have missed it, but if you replay his Pledge of Allegiance, he said, one nation under God, and then he skipped the word indivisible with liberty and justice for all. So he actually oh, left my. out the country's indivisible. And I was telling John about it last week before the show. But yeah, it was just sort of, it's almost Freudian. It really is. It's almost like they're channeling. That was something. Madison. It's, I forget his name. He Madison. also uh, yeah. messed up that Matt. Like he said, Madison signed the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, and he did it. So I think um, the he RNC was, was just horrible. a trash fire. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we should talk about um, voting or you, get back to current stuff because <laughs> it's just we could talk about like how they lied and everything. It's just so much. Yeah. Oh. Well, and you and you focus on the details, and you did a great show, genre with your um, your I forget the woman who does the Nicole? show with you. I shouldn't have to say this. Oh, but the, about uh, um, uh, the other about, show that I'm on, uh, I shouldn't have to say this. Uh, member of the Planetside Pol uh, Side podcast family, uh, say this dot com. Please continue, Sue. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>, so, <laughs> just a small a small reference there. Um, but it was, it's very interesting because it's about, you know, cancel culture, outrage culture, whatever you call it. And sort of how does one, one act, you know, we all focus on these big sort of faux pas, but uh, there's a lot of bad things happening and the people disappear for a little while. I hope I have your point. It wasn't your point. Yeah. It was your colleagues that people disappear for a while and then they come back as if nothing's happened. And it's such a transient, um, media you know twitter mm -hmm. and all those that people kind of forget they move on and the in the you know the raging crowds with the pitchforks go on to the next house and it's just you know when you start to think about that versus sort of you know law and order where you actually try someone and if they're guilty you can't throw the charges out just because you're president i mean there's a certain in um um what do you call it object object instance object. you know where Object permanence. permanence. Yeah. 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 It's like we don't have object permanence right now. We're, we go from pillar to post and we forget this guy's really bad. And the, we don't know what happened in the jury trial and the media moves on. And it, but it's just an interesting time where it's almost like a free for all. And uh, we do get caught the, up in the details. It's the same way George W. Bush actually has like a 
halfway decent approval rating in retrospect these days, just because people are like, well, he wasn't as, you know, horrible as Trump. And yeah, no, sure. Yeah. Low bar. Yeah. I, I mean, of course, people... unless you're, you know, a citizen of Iraq or Afghanistan and, you know. I mean, <laughs> that's the, yeah, the point that um, we were we were making in that episode of I shouldn't have to say this, say this.com is that, uh, <laughs> yeah, the when you when we have a cancel like when we quote unquote cancel someone it's it's not permanent unless people make it permanent and it has happened permanently before um people have have uh had their careers just fizzle uh like milo milo is not the same as he ever was (laughs) he was canceled um and nobody and and he's blackballed you know, so, and that's fine. But um, a lot of, especially with people that uh, have like sexual allegations or harassment or or assault or anything like that, and they aren't like charged or anything, and they they just say, sorry for that you're upset, and they go away. Then they oh, come the back like, yeah, a non-apology. Then they come back a couple of years later, and yeah, people just are like, well, that happened, you know, and there's no, there, there's no uh, stability in, in that. Like um, Mel Gibson. Yeah, and that's why cancel culture or outrage culture, it, when when we talk about it, it doesn't really exist. That was the, that was the crux of that episode. It just doesn't exist because it it doesn't work. Um, nobody uh-huh. just stays canceled. And to the and to the extent someone maybe does stay canceled, it's. It's not because of just public outcry. It's because, you know, they're Bill Cosby and they're in jail. Yeah, court, court puts them away. Right. I, but I mean, that's, that's, that, 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 you know, Bill Cosby didn't go to prison just because he said crappy things or, you know, uh, uh, sexually harassed, you know, women in his office, like, say, Louis C.K., you know. I mean, that's bad. But I mean, Bill Cosby you know, perpetrated dozens of violent attacks. You know, yeah. he's, he, he committed flagrantly horrible uh, felonies uh, over decades and, and lied about it and all that stuff. So, I mean, there's a reason why he went to jail and there's a reason why he's canceled uh, in a way that, you know, even if he were younger, uh, and he's actually, incidentally, exactly the same age as my mother, um, uh, but yeah, he's it's just, it's a it's a it's a different thing, and that's you can't really call Bill Cosby a victim of cancel culture. You can, you know, except to the extent that it maybe contributed to pushing law enforcement to finally prosecute him for his crimes. Yeah, finally prosecute him. Yeah, couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Exactly. Just kidding. I just well, so it, it's it's true, and I it is depressing because I still you know deep in my head I still have. You know the memory of the 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 sunny, charming, funny guy, Bill Cosby. You know, yeah. Fat Albert and all his friends. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, well, and and, and we're actually. Took... Oh, sorry, I just realized <laughs> we're at the we're at the about the halfway point, Sue. So so final point from Sue, and then we'll take a short break. Okay, go ahead. Well, it was. I just remember the cover of I think it was Time Magazine that said he said, and then there's 53 she says across the cover. Right. In order to bring the guy down, it took it was fifty three to one to get right. to, to finally get yeah, and three to one, five to one. You know, it should be one for one. But anyway, 
And yeah. I'm just, that's my feminism coming through. I'm just horrified. But Amen, I've been sister. horrified all week. Brother, whatever. <laughs> Rock on, fellow yeah. human. So we do have to take a short break. Um, we may come back to this. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll take a short break and we'll figure out where we're going to talk about next. But this is Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. We're going to play some PSAs, promos, and station IDs and then be back. So don't go away. We'll be back shortly. Table of Contents is a weekly music program that assembles an assortment of songs and sounds of many genres, and which may entail literally taking a random collection of musical sources off the shelf and giving them a turn on the table or spin in the CD or tape player. Each week presenting shows which can at times be organized orderly and at other times perhaps be not as much so, yet never dull. Tune in Friday nights, 10 p.m. till midnight on WXOJ LP, Northampton 103.3 FM. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hey, this is Wendy, host of Valley Free Radio's Subculture Music Program, featuring new wave, post-punk, indie, and electronic music from the 70s to today. Join me every Friday night from 8 to 10 p.m. here on WXOJ, or stream it live from your favorite listening device at valleyfreeradio.org. The Forbes Library staff would like to remind you of the incredible resource that you have in your local public library. We have tens of thousands of books for you to check out, music CDs, movies, newspapers from around the region, the state, and the country. We have a wide variety of magazines and free computer and internet access every day. We also have our incredible reference services there to help you answer particularly vexing problems. All of this is free, locally available at 20 West Street in Northampton. So come by and check us out in person or at www.forbeslibrary.org or call 587-1011 for more information. Science is real from the Big Bang to Join me for Evidence-Based Radio Friday nights from 6 to 7 p.m. to learn more about science and skepticism. You can email questions or topic requests to evidencebasedradio at gmail.com. That's Friday nights from 6 to 7 on Valley Free Radio. And we're back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm still Michael Dow. John Roberts is still engineering things. Beep, boop, boop. And uh, yes. Sue, Sue, are, are, have, you, uh, have you permanently <laughs> retired as our cult leader or did you, uh, did you decide that there was too much money in it to, to give it up? Um, well, I went, I gave up the money and I'm just emeritus now. Ah, so yes. just call I me thought, cult I, leader emeritus. I thought, you gave it to, I thought you gave it to me because I, I was, I was John Radamus. You are John Radamus, but so, you know, there's a difference between cult leader and profiteer. That's, yeah, true. that's true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I'm, I'm just, um, the guy, uh, in the, in the volcano, just getting high the whole, the whole day. And then <laughs> you're. 
Yes. You know, they, the they think that, you know, they think that's Delphi. true. They, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, the Oracle of Delphi, they think it was gases from the, um, yeah, that's the why I said it. Yeah. Yes. yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So funny. You guys are so funny. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> So I didn't realize Delphi was still, or I thought that company had folded up genre. Like oh my God. So what are we talking about here, Mike? <laughs> no, that was Oracle. Oh, oh right. Well, I mean, you know, Sue and I, we were on the internet back in the eighties. So like we remember. <laughs> so was oh, yeah, I. I just... Punch cards in the seventies. So. Oh, well, they beat me there. Good night, everybody. <laughs> anyway, yeah. good for stappers. Let, let's, yeah. let's, let's talk about, um, so of course there was the uh, fortunately non-fatal shooting of uh, I can't remember his first name, Mr. Blake in yeah. Kenosha, Wisconsin. Jacob Blake. Jacob, and uh, uh, very seriously injured, but uh, apparently fortunately going to survive, and that's that's good. And apparently he's no longer under arrest and handcuffed to his bed, which is also good. Oh, that's a good thing. Um, but. Uh, quite understandably there have been explosive protests about the whole thing uh in kenosha and uh there's been uh some property damage some buildings some some businesses have been have been uh uh badly damaged i think there might have been a fire and uh so our our glorious leader decided that he wanted a photo op in front of one of these uh uh damaged businesses um, and went there uh, and wanted to, and reached out, his staff reached out to the owner of the business, a Photoshop, as I recall, uh, or a camera shop. And yeah. uh, the owner said, no, no, don't you no, you can't come. I don't want to have anything to do with you and your, your, your publicity stunt. Uh, and so the president went there anyways and got somebody who apparently had owned the business like 10 years ago to stand there and pretend like he still owned it. Yeah. Talk um, about fake news. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. He, uh, the, the, I know the, we don't use that term, but... No, it is, is fake news. You're right. That's that, exactly yeah. what it is. <laughs> that business uh, was actually uh, like 100 years old. Like, it was a very old business, and the previous owner had run it, like, with his family, but he he sold it to this other guy, like, 10 years ago, and then it, you know, got destroyed, um, but, uh, and he, he was, he actually was interviewed on a local station and saying, yeah, that, I don't know why he got that guy, I'm the owner now and yeah. but the guy that uh was there and pretend basically pretended to be the owner and trump referred to him as the owner of the business which is completely yeah. untrue um the guy was just glowing with like look how great trump is things like that it was just oh boy that's what i think i mean <laughs> yeah. yeah well um, um and, and did did Joe Biden also go and visit Mr. Blake uh, or his family? He actually, uh, he did. Trump didn't visit Blake because yeah. um, the piece I heard on C-SPAN was that the Blake family said they wanted their attorney present. And uh -huh. um, Trump Trump said it didn't sound like that was a good idea, so he wasn't going to go. <laughs> Trump's, Trump's like, uh-oh, so I, think, I don't want to yeah, speak but, under oath. <laughs> <laughs> None of those. Are, nobody that writes stuff down do I want near me. I guess is the message. Yeah. yeah. But um. But but from what I understand, Biden 
talked to the family and they arranged a meeting and he went there, I think as soon as he got, as he got there, but so he actually he physically is, went, he didn't just call on the phone or whatever. I just, uh, no, no, he met with that. the family. Uh, as usual, okay. as usual, we are recording. Um, we are recording, uh, pre-recording this this episode. We are recording on the Thursday before uh, we air on Friday, so this is the third. He is meeting with them right now. Okay, thank you. Oh, okay. Uh, Biden is meeting so with them as we speak. Uh, but when you hear this, it'll be right. uh, in the past. So right. it's the third. He is meeting with them as we speak right now. So, so, so I, w- I was right. He hadn't met with them yet. <laughs> uh, it's important brilliant. to be I'm kind always. of right, you know? <laughs> Got to maintain my credibility. Trying. Right. Yeah. Well, here's right, the well, question I have for you for guys. Update, that is, yes? should, should either of those guys gone to Kenosha right now? I mean, I've heard it's only a four block radius where the problem is is in front of the courthouse and near the federal building. But do you think either Trump or Biden should have gone? to Kenosha oh. right now. I, you know, is that the right thing to do? You I know, mean, I can see them I mean, calling the their family. Kenosha, like the, the officials in Kenosha, like actually asked like Trump to not. Um, and he went specifically to meet with the uh, business owners that were affected and law enforcement. So that's fun. Yeah. But, um, if you're talking about meeting with the family, yeah, he should have done that because he's president and this is a whole thing um, if he was going to go at all. Uh, but I think Trump should have made a statement and then directed uh, the state or the FBI to investigate for like the, for the, the, the police. Biden meeting yeah. with them is kind of out there but i think biden is going yeah i I think biden is going to start basically acting more like a president now somebody has to i mean i mean that's the thing like yeah he's i think he's going to start slowly just acting like a president like making speeches about things going to places to meet with people like I think he's going to start taking that those those taking on those responsibilities that have just been like shoved off to the side by Trump. Yeah. Um, and if he does that, and if he does that well, he's going to get some support. So, sort of the healer in chief. Yeah, there's nobody else doing that. And oh, and I gotta which say, which is an important part of the job. And I gotta say, uh, Joe Biden is superbly qualified for that. Um, I actually, this occurred to me, I don't think I've mentioned this on the show, but this occurred to me uh, a few days ago, just that, um, you know, Joe Biden has real sympathy. He has empathy. He, he, he understands and identifies with and can comfort, you know, the people who've been battered and broken by the world, you know, like, like terrible things happen and he knows what that feels like and how gutting it is, you know, and he, he, he knows how to say, something appropriate and something helpful and to, to sit with people and share their grief. And Donald Trump, you know, if Biden sympathizes with the, with the people who are broken in this world, Donald Trump is egging on the people doing the breaking. That's, that's who he is. And that's, that is not something we need in a president. 
It's it's funny you say that because I picked up a piece this afternoon on CNN. Um, so that would be Thursday afternoon on CNN, where uh-huh. Bill Barr was saying the Attorney General that, um, in fact, um, Mr. Blake, Jacob uh, Jacob Blake, Jacob Blake, um, was in the middle of a felony, committing a felony when he was shot, which is not true. I, I mean, that is not the facts that anyone has released or knows. And you, but you can the fact there's that he, video. You, you're like the felony is what getting in his own car. Maybe the felony was not like not listening to police because he was walking away from the police and they were saying like stop or something. And he, I guess he ignored them. Maybe I don't. I don't believe he's been charged with any felonies or any. But it's here's yeah. the attorney general putting out that. Um, sort of called, uh, you know, just erroneous information. Uh, and I was I was shocked because why would he say anything if there's an ongoing investigation? He would say, I can't and, comment on that. There's an on. He didn't say and, that. He just acted like he knew what the problem was. And, it, you know, it's and a I, matter of state law. You know, the cops yeah, weren't, yeah. weren't federal officers. They weren't arresting him for, you know, trafficking in endangered animals or, you know, passing counterfeit currency. You know, you're starting a rumor, Michael. <laughs> I am not. I'm saying none of those things happened. Uh, you know, like th- there weren't any federal crimes involved. This was just, you know, a local a local police matter that went horribly wrong. And the police, you know, had no justification for doing what they did and and all of that. But, you know, if, if there were any if there's any criminal code to be uh, uh, con- considered here, it would be the code, criminal code of Wisconsin, and Mr. Barr has no more, you know, legal authority to interpret that or discuss that than I do, you know? Yeah, but he was doing it. I mean, can yeah. you imagine if Obama, do you remember the Gates affair when they arrested the Harvard professor at his own front door in Henry Cambridge? Gates? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and can you imagine if Obama had said, oh, yeah, well, you know, Gates was you know, breaking in because he was estranged from his wife and blah, 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 you know, totally fabricated something. I mean, where will we go if, if that is what our leaders are doing is, you know, just creating, you know, chaos and um, misinterpretations. And it's, 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 it's becoming that you can't believe anything that comes out of any of their mouths. Well, it's certainly, and again, not to be like Mr. Mr. Partisan, but like, especially people (laughs) in this Republican government. You know, I mean, like we mentioned in the first half of the show, how President Trump is like, everybody should North Carolina should vote twice just to just to mess with them. <laughs> and so there's yeah. this clip, which I, I, I think John has where uh, uh, Wolf Blitzer is asking the attorney general about that and saying, you know, this is not a I can't remember exactly. He's like, this is not a good idea. You know, and, and Mr. Barr says, well, I'm not an expert on this on the on on that on the laws of that state. And, it's just like, what state is it legal to vote twice in? <laughs> and just, you know, like it, it's bad enough that the president is, is, is urging people to commit crimes, but the attorney general is like trying to soft pedal the whole thing. It's just. Won't even disagree with it. Yeah, just, right. uh, just horrifying that none of our, well, you know, a hundred, a hundred Republicans have signed a, um, um, letter of support for Biden. I, that's just being, I think that came out on Thursday. So, which is today, the day we're recording this show, but you know, all the, all the usual suspects have signed it from my party. And 
you know, I guess we'll see what Mitt happens. Romney in this and uh, Christine Todd Whitman and people like that. Well, I don't know if Romney signed it. Um, I didn't see his name, but that doesn't mean he hasn't. And they were just, you know, they were just trying to get the top 100 Republicans to sign it. So, what about your boy, Chris Christie? Did he sign? Oh, I don't think he'd sign that. No, I don't know. I'll have to I'll have to send an email and find out if he's going to sign it. But he's very careful. He does not cross Trump. But I have my own theories about that one. Uh, it's sort of why Trump doesn't cross Putin. I think there's some, you know, there's got to be a reason why people don't cross I, certain people. I Well, the reason people don't cross Vladimir Putin is because he'll have them poisoned with Novichok. Yeah. Did you, you know, see that? I don't think Trump is going to do that. To do a do him a solid. Yes, Alexei Navalny. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So what if Trump's afraid Putin would poison him? <laughs> I think that's likely. Uh, <laughs> honestly, like I, I, you know, I I don't know if you know the Mueller report was like there's nothing conclusive to demonstrate that you know the Trump administration was actually conspiring with Russia. Um, but well, there was a huge gap in it. Have you seen that on C-SPAN this week? There's no, I a, haven't. There's a huge. Yeah, Mueller was steered away from a certain area. He wasn't allowed to investigate. They thought he investigated and found nothing, but it's actually some of the redacted report that there's um, there's a new book out from somebody. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. I don't have the reference. But it was basically that Mueller wasn't allowed to go down that path. Oh, well, that's fascinating. But so Yeah, more to follow next week. I'll get more details. Sorry. But, uh, I don't uh, have the site. So my, you know, uh, uh, unsupported could well be wrong, but just my gut <laughs> feeling is that there is some kind of, you know, back channel quid pro quo relationship between uh, President Trump's administration and Vladimir Putin, you know, trying to manipulate elections and things like that. And, you know, because uh, there's, there's lots of reason to think that President Trump was also involved in laundering money for uh, uh, Russian magnates. I mean, Again, nothing proven. I'm not trying to say, oh, he's definitely guilty. But like, there's there are there's definitely been some financial ties between him and uh, rich people in Russia, who of course are all you know clients of Vladimir Putin. And just the yeah. idea that like on some level, I wondered like, did he want to become president because he's like, well, if I'm president, the Secret Service will protect me. <laughs> you know, I still like, think he never wanted to be president. I think he was just trying to do a vanity thing uh yep. sell the show for the yep. next season and then he got swept up in it and started liking it and then he won and yep. then he was like okay and then and <laughs> then he's been winging it ever since oh definitely he's been winging it like for yeah. three years he has been completely winging it at this time if anybody was trying to fake it they would have made it by now but he yeah. is very staunch in not learning anything Nope. Uh, so doesn't want to learn. Doesn't want to read. Just wants to get up and and shoot his mouth off in front of a crowd. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I can identify. It. I can identify. I mean, Golf. as you say, John, where game recognizes game, but <laughs> like, there's a reason why I am in no way, shape, or form pursuing public office. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, so you were saying scrutiny. Oh, the scrutiny. Yeah. Well, it, this is a horrible thing, but of course, I'm going to remind us that he said it but trump was comparing um the policeman's mistake with blake um to choking in golf and oh right it's oh great i missed that one just 
Yeah, he was saying that, you know, we just, he just, you have a split second to decide and he just choked like you do when you're going for a long putt or something. It was just the most horrifying sort of, I mean, right. it really shows you who Trump is. Talking I mean, I to think Laura that is him. Ingram. Yeah, 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 I agree. Yeah. And and Laura Ingram's like, oh, you know, you're not going to compare like, you know, the police killing somebody to someone, you know, to golf. And Trump's like, no, but I am. Golf shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just they choke. And it's like, oh, really? They, <laughs> really? They choke. Yep. Yep. Yikes. That is exactly the word he chose to use. Yikes. Yeah. So, so in the context of all this, everybody must vote. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, that is really but the only message, once. I think, for the- <laughs> not not early and often like they used to say in chicago <laughs> i mean you can apparently that's just a chicago thing so yeah i mean oh, yeah well it's, it's, a, fun, it's a fun Curly. joke yeah yeah right <laughs> yeah. it's a fun joke but seriously vote once <laughs> and, and make sure uh, it's 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 taken make sure that it's at the at the polling place or you know just make sure that it's counted yeah, yeah. there was uh, a know. um and do wait until after we've had a chance to do our review of ballot questions and other things here on civil politics before you actually vote, but there'll be plenty of time for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, what is it? Question one, we think we're going to have here something like that. Question There's one a, is the right to uh, repair repair, uh, which yeah. I highly, I, I highly um, support. Yeah. Uh, and anybody who knows a good mechanic would, highly support that one because exactly. that's the only way you have good mechanics is if they can use the scan tools. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's, and right. there's all kinds of terrible campaigns, which we'll talk about trying to. Right. It, Cause I don't, I don't it, know but, what, what the final questions are going to be on the ballot. I think there's something about ranked choice voting too, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. And we'll actually have a, have a rundown on that as we do before every election with yeah, ballot questions. I just wanted to, you to mention know. that, to tease that for our listeners because you know, yeah. Well, do you know when the ballots are are printed? It's soon, right? Because it's for November third. So I assume like end of September ish. I would say. No. Cer- certainly, yeah. they were going to wait until after the primary results, which is totally. Oh yeah, because then you have to have the names on the names right. on the ballot. <laughs> right. So good point. I, I would I would imagine not before next week. Yeah. But well, maybe know. even two weeks, right? Because they're trickling in still. I don't know. I mean, next Monday's Labor Day, so who knows? Yeah. Um, there was a uh, just speaking about um, the vote, like making sure that everything's right. There was a case in Pennsylvania, and I can find the actual uh, writ about it. Um, hopefully, hopefully that's the right word. Uh, they the the there was a group in Pennsylvania that was trying to sue to stop mail-in voting or absentee voting. Really? So they the judge said no. And then they said, well, if we can't do that, since we're the, we are the biggest case that's happening here, then we should get certain considerations. So we should be able to get all, we should, they, the, the state should separate all of the ballots that were, uh, that were signed by someone else. So, um, like for the disabled or something like that. Uh, all the, for my mom. Yeah. Exactly. Um, all the all the ballots that were um, submitted after hours, like in a voting box, all of the ballots, basically all the ballots that weren't from one person to another that weren't handed one from one person to another, like 
Oh, boy. All the other ballots, those will be put aside for review. Impounded. Yeah, yeah. impounded and reviewed. Oh, yes. boy. Uh, they also requested any and all surveillance of said mail drop boxes and and mail slots for people to uh, submit ballots, all under the guise of saying, we want to make sure that all of this is secure. <laughs> They are. This make is trouble. the absolute highest amount of information they could they could get if they if they're trying to prove fraud. Basically, it's insane. Did you say Pennsylvania? Yes. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh, that'll be tough. And Pennsylvania yeah. is one of those uh, states that uh, you know. It, as it goes, so may go the nation. So, just, just wonderful. Yeah, that is not. What is it? Um, Lewis said uh, the fellow who just passed away uh, make good trouble. I think that's making bad John Lewis. trouble. Yes. Well, yes. John Lewis. Yeah, Congressman yeah. Lewis. That's that's the yeah. kind of of shenanigans that he was marching against fifty years ago, fifty five yeah. years ago. Yeah. So. yeah. Boy. So, uh, just going back to, you know, don't vote twice. However, there are going to be cases like this, like I mentioned, and all over the country and, and similar. And after the election, there's going to be lots of lawsuits. Both campaigns are going to be airdropping lawyers everywhere. Like they're probably gearing up for it with like a hundred lawyers to go across the country to either defend or attack different, different counties about their voting systems. So the only, the, the best way, and if you do not like Trump and you would like him not to be in office anymore, the best way to do things is to vote in like vote make sure that you submit your ballot and remember, you can take your ballot to your polling station and submit it or to the town hall. Hand it to somebody. Hand yep. it to somebody so they can yep. file it away. If you're going to mail it in, mail it in as soon as possible so there's not a uh, glut. And because the post office, the postal service is getting just completely screwed by DeJoy. So we don't want your vote to get left until after election day or something yeah. like that yeah. and vote just vote if you're in a if you're in a quote-unquote safe state i don't care please vote because vote one, in person if you can go yep. well and there's more than just the presidential race vote. there's there's races all up and down the ballot that are exactly that matter. but if you're going yeah. to, if you're if you're worried about biden winning and biden taking the the presidency everybody needs to vote because there needs to it needs to be overwhelming <laughs> they, to, for for the for the opposition to say well we can't do anything about that like it's biden i know but still um it needs to be a landslide so they can just say trump was completely buried and any court case that comes up then they can say trump was buried here <laughs> so he can't lose the the um he can't obviously he can't lose the electoral college obviously but he also can't lose the popular vote yes because that would that 
would be something if he lost the popular vote but get got the college then that would be a huge huge thing that could be used against him so you mean biden against biden yes yeah uh, so no matter where you are time. Please, please please vote please absolutely please, please. and my yes. my position never changes i'm a republican and the more people that vote the better Exactly. It's just better for our country. It's better to franchise everybody. And, you know, it's it's just, I, I'm so dismayed to think that my party may be trying to discourage voting and suppressing voting and Maybe. making chaos and ter- turmoil. Yes. They, well, they some are. people in my party <laughs> like that. Some, there's, there's a lot of good Republicans working for a fair and legal vote. You know, it's just the, the people at the top are... I'll just leave it at that. Anyway, well, we do have for the Republican. We, we got to stop. We, we are we are at the end of our time. So, uh, thank you, Sue. Thank you, genre. Um, I love you, Mom. Uh, that's all for civil politics tonight here on Valley Free Radio. We'll be back with more next week. Thanks for listening. Good night. Civil Politics is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com.